My name's Emma Cooper and you're listening to the Network Marketing Mum Audio Experience. Hello there, my friends. Firstly, can I say how grateful I am that you have stopped by to check out episode three of our podcast, but also thank you so much for the huge, huge response already. And if you don't know, you could subscribe. You can. There are so many subscribers, and I think that's what's really kind of blown me away. Um, you can hit the subscribe button. That will just save you going back in, checking in iTunes or whatever um, you know format you're listening to this in. Um, but it'll save you doing that. It'll just notify you every time I upload one because there's no set structure of when I am uploading new podcasts. So if you hit the subscribe button, that would be great. Um, and that'll save you a little bit of time. But also um, you can um, leave a rating and a review. So if you want to leave a rating and a review, which can I just thank you to all of the people that have um, rated the podcast and also left reviews because today I was really emotional <laughs> reading the reviews. Like you're so, so kind. And I'm just really glad that you're taking you know, you're taking some bits and some nuggets from my experiences away with you to implement them into your businesses straight away. So that's what I'm here for. And I'm glad it's helping. So today we're talking about goal setting. I hated, and I really don't say that lightly, like I hated anything to do with goal setting, anything to do with goal setting. And it used to get on my nerves that people would like cry and be like, oh, I'm just so connected to my why. I've got such big goals. And I think it was like eye roll moment, which I do a lot. But this really, really made me roll my eyes right into the back of my head because I was thinking, are you actually serious? Why do you need to goal set? Why don't you just work as hard as you physically can and you'll just ultimately be able to get what you physically want (laughs) and it just didn't make sense to me how nobody else could just seem to stay focused keep going um work as hard as you physically can for as long as you can so that you get what you want but you know after time I really started to understand it and although I eye rolled and I really didn't want to do the goal setting part of of you know being an entrepreneur I guess it really is, you know, if you're all in, you're all in. So it's really is important that you follow whoever your mentor is in whatever business that you're in, you follow what they tell you to do. And when I started my business, I committed to doing as I was told, basically, I was a really good student, I just did whatever they told me to do. I didn't question it, didn't doubt it. These people had done it before me. They had lives I wanted, they had success I wanted, I just needed a system to follow. And part of that system is goal setting. In fact, it's the very first thing that you do when you start a network marketing business is you look at goals. And um, <laughs> I I was a bit uh, reluctant, let's say, to sit down and have this whole like conversation with my husband. What do we want in life? And he was, you know, sat there telling me, you know what, you're probably going to give up because you're just about to have a baby and all you've ever wanted to be is a mum. So you're probably going to give up anyway. So just see how you go. Don't set goals because you don't want to let yourself down. Oh, that made me mad. So, so mad. I was like, who the hell do you think you're talking to? So of course, that made me want to set goals. So I sat down on my own without my husband. (laughs) And um, I started to think about what I wanted. And what I realized is that the things that I really, really wanted, I wanted like massive, drastic change in our lives. So I didn't have a problem with thinking big. 
but the belief on whether I could actually do it or whether it was even possible, it just wasn't quite there. But goal setting, actually sitting down and, and looking at what I wanted, putting it into order of what I wanted it and what I was prepared to work for really helped to get a structure so that I was kind of ticking off these mini goals on the way to the bigger goals. Because you might have a goal like, I want to pay off my mortgage. I want to be completely debt free. It could be an awful lot of money. And in your head, like you've just started your business, business you're making a couple of hundred quid a month or a couple of hundred dollars a month, whatever it is. And you're thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm struggling. So how on earth is this even going to be possible? It's not possible. But yet, in an ideal world, I'd like to pay off my mortgage. That's no good. So we're going to talk today about my top four tips in goal setting. And I'm going to share with you everything that I do. So I'm going to play some music and whatever, but I don't want you to be scared. Like this is not some hippie loving, uh, fluffy kind of goal setting thing. This is genuinely what works for me. So I can only share what works for me, but I know for a fact it's worked for tens of thousands of other people that I have coached to build their businesses too. So let's get going. Goal setting. Reflect and review. That is number one. So in order to goal set, you first, first have to take time to think about your current situation, okay? So the only way we can decide what we want in the future and how we're going to get there is to know where we are right now and what our current level of satisfaction is, okay? So we need to know the situation right now that we're in and how satisfied we are with it. So I'm going to give you some tasks to do. You might want to pause this and come back, or you might want to listen to me right through and then write down the tax, tasks that you have to do afterwards. Totally up to you. However, there are tasks. Now, it's okay listening to a podcast. It's another thing, taking everything you learn and putting it into action. I'm going to urge you, do not waste your time today listening to this podcast unless you are willing to put some things into action. And that's going to mean dedicating a bit of time to do these tasks. So your first task is to take time to think through and write down your current situation. So I want you to mark them down in bullet point form. And on each point... I want you to ask yourself, is that okay? So it might be one of your current situations is debt. You know, is that okay? It might be one of your current situations is you're in a job. So for me, it would have been, I'm a police officer. Like, is that okay? Well, ideally, I wouldn't like to be a police officer. So no, it's not okay. You know, you've got to be really, really honest and think about your current situation. Is it okay? Um, and really, and I mean really, give it some thought. And this could take a couple of hours. Now, the reason why we need to review and like evaluate where we currently are is for two reasons. We need to step back and look at our situation, I guess, more objectively. Because when we do that, we kind of take the emotion out of it. Um, and really, really answer the question, is that okay? Honestly. Honestly. So yeah, think about it. In an ideal world, would I want this to be my current situation? Is this current situation okay? And if it's not, be honest with yourself. Um, so the first reason is that we can objectively look at your accomplishments and think about the vision maybe that you have for your life uh, moving forward or what your current situation is. And secondly, it's going to show you exactly where you are. 
And so then you can determine where you need to go. So it gives you a baseline to build from. So for those two reasons, to be able to objectively look at where you are right now, and also it will give you that realistic baseline. Okay, this is my life. This is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. Now I need to change things. What am I going to do? So if you're doing it properly, it will take an hour or even two for you to really think about where you are in your current situation and where you want to really want to be, you know, and for your life to look like. So number two is to state your goals and dreams. I mean, define them. So what are your dreams and goals? And, you know, the police officer side of me, definitely when I first heard goals and dreams and all this stuff was like, this is so stupid. I was very black and white, very kind of, I used to call it realistic, but I think I was more pessimistic. Um, but the police officer side of me was like, oh, for God's sake, just do it. You know, why are you thinking about it? It's just silly. And actually, that's really not the case. <laughs> um, so if you are eye rolling at me right now, stop it. Stop it. You're listening to this podcast to learn. So have an open mind about learning about goals and dreams. You've got to think about what are your dreams and what are your goals? You know, this isn't what you already have or what you've already done, but what you want. Have you ever honestly sat down, thought through your life's values, um, your dreams, your goals, things that you want and decided what you really want? forget the current situation that you're in? Have you ever taken the time to truly, truly reflect, you know, to listen quietly to what inside you is telling you, like, this is the life you want to live? Your dreams are there, even if you haven't given yourself time to think about them, like I definitely didn't, because what was the point? I was earning £1,600 a month. I It doesn't matter what my dreams and my goals were. That was my income. And they say money doesn't make you happy. No, of course, money money doesn't make you happy. But um, it's right up there with oxygen. Um, no, but, you know, it's the things that you can do. And sometimes money can bring you more stress, more anxiety, more worries. Of course it can. But, you know, if everything else is in line, if your values are in line, if you're doing what you love, if all the things are in line, then, you know, I, I honestly think that money, if you're a nice person, makes you nicer. If you're a bad person, probably makes you, you know, worse. But it it is important that you don't just think about these goals, these dreams just linked to money, but think about what your life physically would look like. Um, and really take the time Take the time to think about what you actually want because your dreams will be in there somewhere. Everyone has them. You know, they might live right on the surface or they might be buried deep from years and years of other people telling you you are silly at thinking that or you're not being realistic or, you know, come on though, how's that going to happen? You're going to have to win the lottery. But, you know, but your dreams are there. So forget what anybody else has told you in the past. Start afresh right now and do it properly. Um, I find that music really, really helps me to dream so much bigger because in the normal day when I look around in my life right now where I've got to where I want to be and beyond it, you know, everything I think is perfect. I really, honestly, everything I think is just perfect and it makes me kind of like, you know, clench my fists and sit here and think I'm so excited when you're gonna like when you're a kid and you're told you're gonna go on holiday tomorrow morning and that excitement where you literally just want to scream that's how I feel when I think about my life I think about how lucky I am I am sat here in my office which is converted kind of double garage opposite my home and I look at it 
my beautiful stone cottage. And I just think, I can't believe this is my life. I cannot believe this is my life. And it just makes me think how grateful I am. And I wish, I wish I'd allowed myself actually to dream this big as soon as I started my business. I didn't. I took baby steps. And that was okay because I was still ticking off goals as, a, as you go. But I kind of wish I'd realized immediately. It took me a while to get a vision together. But when I did, I really did. And it was this vision. I mean, it was really accurate. I could, when I listened to a piece of music, so I set my goals to music. And um, I do this because um, for the first couple of years in my business, I was on the road all the time. I was traveling up and down the country with my husband and my son. We traveled everywhere together and um, I was always in the car. So it wasn't so easy to kind of read my goals, to review them every day, you know, to keep myself um, motivated and in line with what I was doing. So what I decided to do is to listen to a piece of music, set my goals to that piece of music and my vision. So literally to the music, think about me walking up my driveway, pushing open my front door, because my dream was always to have this amazing family home. That's what I wanted. Um, I wanted a 50% deposit to put down on it. I didn't want a big mortgage. I wanted to be able to just enjoy. No stresses, no worries, feel financially free, I guess. So that vision for me was the first time, and it was probably after, I don't know, like 18 months of doing my business. So I was a bit slow on the uptake, but if you can get this, you know, when you decide to really, really start your business and start doing the goal setting, if you can get this done, this is super, super powerful. I'm going to share with you a little bit embarrassing, but I, don't worry about it. I'm not embarrassed. I'm going to share with you the pieces of music, two pieces of music that I use to goal set to. And then when I'm in the car, I can just stick the music on. It takes me straight to that vision in my head. I can see it, I can hear it, I can smell it, I can taste it. I can just go straight there like this. This hard work is for this vision. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I feel motivated to do what I'm doing. So I'm going to let you in on a secret. It's called Forrest Gump, the soundtrack. Hopefully you've heard the film. But listen... So literally, I would imagine myself walking up the driveway. I could hear the gravel crunching under my feet. I was pushing open the front door and I could feel like wood underneath my fingers. I knew it was going to be a wooden front door. I could see a big garden. I could um, see William and Sean running down the garden. I can't tell you how many times, obviously, they do that <laughs> now. Um, but this was a really good piece of music when I sat down and did the exercise I've asked you to do. That was good for me. I mean, it might not be your cup of tea. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. But that's the music. Also, there's another one called Practical. I'm doing it on my phone, by the way. So that's why I'll talk slower so I can bring it up quicker. Um, Practical Magic theme tune. It's a film. A film. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Practical Magic theme Hopefully, yes, this is going to be it. This is another one. So I would set my goals. I hope there's not an ad at the beginning. No, there's not. Okay. So this is the one I would set my goals to. It's a bit of a slow starter. <laughs> this was when the goal was achieved. How did it feel? 
literally could see everything what I was wearing, who was around me, felt how I was going to feel, everything. <laughs> Sad, I know, but it works. That gives a bit of the impression as the Waltons. Our real life is definitely a bit more speeded up than that. <laughs> And it gets a bit faster, a bit further down. There we go. So it might not do it for you, but it does it for me. So two soundtracks, Forrest Gump, the soundtrack, and Practical Magic, the theme tune. Both get on YouTube, like I just have, but... Those are the, the pieces of music that I set my goals to. I think about what I want. I don't know. It's kind of like that idealistic, you know, uh, dreamy type life music that just kind of makes you think a little bit bigger. So it's worked for me um, because, you know, in that normal day, I look around and think, how can I dream of more? You know, don't be greedy. But goal setting isn't necessarily about how much money you have or what you can afford. It's everything everything. It's your purpose, your values, and fulfilling your potential. So this is something we don't do enough of. I, I personally think we don't do enough of it because we're so caught up in what I call the washing machine of life. You know, each day is a new cycle, but doing the same stuff. And we're all spinning so fast that there's no time to stop. Focus. Okay, what do I want my life to look like moving forward? You know, um, but that can be your whole life. If you choose for it to be, you can be in that washing machine just every day, new cycle, but it's the same, same spin, you know, and we have to make the time. We need to make the time to stop because we rush, rush, rush. We're constantly listening to all this white noise all going on around us, the social media, the, you know, the kids stuff. And you're just trying to sometimes just keep your head above the water. But I promise we need these times of quiet to take time without sounding super cheesy, but to peer inside, you know, deep within you a little bit to find, you know, what do you really want? Um, and it's when we do that, it's like pressing pause on time and just really thinking, you know, am I happy? Am I okay with this? Schedule some quiet dream time this week. <laughs> Eye rolls, stop it. But it is dream time. Um, no other people around, no mobile phone, no computers on, just you, a pad, a pen, maybe your music, if um, if you're like me, and just your thoughts. Um, note to self, stop thinking this is a bit hippie-like, <laughs> or it's far out there, man, or it's too zen or fluffy for you, because get over that, no one knows you're going to do this, so don't worry about that, you don't have to share with me, you know, your pictures of you led on your bed listening to Forrest Gump soundtrack <laughs> with a notepad and pen in your hand, you don't have to do that, just do it on your own, I promise you'll feel better for it, and it is something that everybody should do, they should stop feeling foolish, and they should just do it. When you're doing it, I want you to think about what really, really excites you. You know, when you're quiet, think about the things that kind of get your blood moving, that get you motivated, <clears throat> what you'd love to accomplish, what you would do if you were guaranteed to succeed. Like, what activities would you be doing if you were guaranteed to succeed? What would your life look like if you're guaranteed to succeed in whatever it is that you're doing? What big thoughts, big ideas kind of move your heart into this state of excitement and joy? When you answer the questions, you'll feel amazing and you'll be in this kind of dream zone and, you know, you'll definitely be thinking like, oh, this is, this is, yes, this is awesome. I'm definitely prepared to work for it. But it's only when we get to this point that we really experience what our dreams are. And so you can then say what you're prepared to work for. 
And I want you to write down every single dream, uh, every single goal, every single want or desire when you're doing this exercise, you know, that, that you want. <clears throat> Don't think any of them are too outlandish or foolish or, oh, I've just gone too far. You're dreaming, remember? So it's fine. In this exercise, it is fine to dream. But remember, take careful record of every one of those dreams that you have. Now, you're going to need to prioritize those dreams. Which, one are most, which ones are most important to you? Which are most feasible? Um, which would you love to do the most? Put them in order um, in which you'll actually try to achieve them. Okay, so that's what you need to do. Once you've got them down, then put them in a more chronological order so you know which ones you're working towards first. And you have to remember, though, we are always moving towards. So it's about action, not just about dreaming. But th this exercise is for a reason. You're not simply going to start thinking about this vision every day, playing your music if you do it to music, and then it's suddenly going to happen. You're going to have to take action. You can't just sit in your house and think, you know, I'm going to achieve all this stuff and you're not actually doing anything towards achieving it. Like it's not going to work. So we have to take action, of course. Number three, numero trois, make your goals smart. We all heard this, I'm sure. S dot M dot A dot R dot T. So smart goals. I'm going to talk you through this a little bit. I didn't get it when I first heard about it. I kept reading it. I was like, yeah, I still don't get it though. Um, and, and now I think it's really simple because I've just practiced it enough. Specific. That's what the S stands for, specific. So <clears throat> goals have to be exact. They can't be vague. Cannot be vague. So if your goal is ambiguous, your results are going to be ambiguous. So goal setting is no place to be fluffy. It's what is the goal? Simple. Be exact. That's it. That's being specific. The M is measurable. So you have to have a way of measuring your goal. So all of your goals have to be measurable. So if you say you want to have more fun, too vague. I just want to be happier. Too vague. Mm -mm, it's not a goal. So if you want to say you have one, have more fun, then okay, what do you constitute as fun? Oh, I like to go horse riding. Okay, cool. So what is the goal? The goal is to go horse riding three times per week. And I want to, I don't know, compete in, I don't even know what the competition's called, like Jim Carnes or something. Um, <clears throat> I want to compete and I want to win first place. Okay, this is more of a goal. So the goal is to go three times a week to improve so I can come first place at the competition on the 1st of July. Now that is a goal. So if you put it into, let's say you have a network marketing business like me, then you couldn't just say, I want to be at the whatever position on your compensation plan, marketing plan, whatever. I want to be at that position. It has to be more specific in the first instance. And there has to be a date. You can use volume then to measure to see if you're on track. Um, but you have to be really really um specific and also you have to be um you have to make it measurable so you have to say <clears throat> what by when um and give yourself like the volumes to keep track that you're on track um it has to be attainable the a is attainable so one of the worst things you can do is set goals that are too high that are just unattainable. People are not realistic. And although I'm obviously all about dreaming bigger, I am, and not having any limitations, if I set myself a goal tomorrow that I want to earn a million dollars a day, I mean, that's unrealistic right now. So right now I have no way of doing that and I'm not willing to work as hard as I need to in order to achieve it. So it's ridiculous. So it's not attainable. 
In saying that, if someone said I would have paid my parents back uh, £120,000 for my savings in just two years of my business, I would have thought they were mental, so I wouldn't have set that as a goal. If someone said I'd earn a million dollars just in annual bonuses alone in four years when I started my business, I wouldn't have believed them. I would have thought that was unattainable. So there has to be a kind of balance, you know. And there has to be a balance of what is attainable and what isn't attainable. And you know this. Like, if it's been done before you by somebody, it's attainable. It's attainable because it's been done before you. It's possible. If you're going to say, like, okay, I'm going to make humans fly just using their bodies, not attainable. So <laughs> just be realistic takes you on to the next one. So R in the smart is realistic. So the root of the word realistic is real. A goal has to be something we can make real or reality in our lives. And there are some goals that are simply not like right now for me, a million a day, you know? So that's not realistic. You have to be able to say, even if it's a tremendously stretching goal, that yes, it's entirely realistic that you could make that goal. Um, so you may even have to say, you know, it will take me X number of years to do it or X number of months to do it. But um, it's that's how you've got to be specific. So you be realistic in terms of, you can even say, okay, I might have to do this, this, and this, but if those things happen, then it can be done. Yeah. So you can say, I have to be consistently doing this, this, and this, and then it can be done. That's what I mean by being realistic. Um, I'm in no way saying like you shouldn't dream bigger, but be realistic. If you're not willing to put the time and effort in to achieve the things that somebody before you has achieved with their time and effort, you know what it took them, then it's not going to happen, is it? So we have to be realistic in setting our goals. And the T in SMART is time. Every goal needs a time frame. We've already touched upon it, but Every, need, every goal needs a time frame attached to it. You know, as humans, we find this easier. It's easier to stick to a diet if you're going on holiday and you've got a date booked. It's easier to get an assignment done if you've got a deadline. So we need this structure as humans, I believe. So having a deadline, a timeline, a time frame for your goal is vitally important. important. You know, one of the powerful aspects of a great goal is that it has an end, a time that you're working towards or for. You stick to the daily activities because you don't want to get, get behind on your time frame. And the goal is so worth it. You work hard and you consistently do what you need to do because you want to meet the deadline. You want to achieve the goal. You may even have to, you know, change the, the measurement maybe or the time frames, but that is okay. It's okay. You can set smaller goals and work them out in your own time. Um, but a smart goal has the time timeline. And so the smaller goals then can kind of lead you up to the bigger goals. So you're very, very structured in what you want to achieve and what you have to do to achieve it. Hope that you are with me. <laughs> um, so we are on, uh, so we've done, S is for specific, M is for measurable, a is for attainable, um, R is for realistic, T is for time. I want to talk though a little bit about accountability because when you've told someone what your goals are, they can hold you accountable by asking you to I don't know, give an account of where you are in the process of achieving that goal, you know, where you are in terms of your time frame and everything. So, you know, it's for me, it's important to have an accountability buddy or accountability partner or just someone you can be accountable to. Um, 
I think that accountability gives that oomph into the process. It's saying like, listen to me, this is what I'm going for. This is what I am doing. Not necessarily going for. This is what I'm going to achieve. You want to achieve the same, right? Let's do it together. This, these are the activities that we need to do to get to that goal. Let's be accountable to each other. Every Friday, let's have a catch-up or let's have a joint message where we just message that I've done this today. This task is done today. This activity is done today. If a goal is set and only one person knows about it, does it really have any power? Really? Does it? Think about your partner or if you've got a parent, how many times you've said to them, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and you don't. Because, you know, really, they, you know, they're not invested in your goal with you. Um, they're not haven't got the same kind of goals as you so you've got to really think about who is best to be your accountability partner if you have a goat um uh, a goat no not if you have a goat don't tell a goat rubbish accountability partner but if you have a coach that might be good or a mentor or someone that you're working with an upline if you're in network marketing a you know cross line whatever you know one of the most successful um incentives i did for my team actually was called something called peak performance partner and we did it cross-line with another team. I like working cross-line. It's fun getting to know more people. And so I did it cross-line with another um, another business owner. And we teamed up our managers within our team, our leaders within our teams, and they got into buddies. So they all had to put their goals, what they wanted to achieve that year. And um, we matched up the goals, or they kind of matched themselves up, to be fair. Oh, you've got the same goals as me. Let's hook up. Let's be accountability partners. Let's be peak performance partners. So we teamed them up. And then we set incentives based on uh percentage growth, um, I think recruiting, retail, you know, all of those things were, were taken into account. And then um, the both of you had to work equally as hard because you didn't want to be the person who let the side down. So this is a voluntary thing. They didn't have to do it, but they honestly went absolutely crazy, crazy for it. This can work in any business, in any business whatsoever. You can implement that incentive and it was great. And the prizes were things like we took them on a, a yacht in London, some meals, some cash prizes, um, a trip to uh, or stay at one of our houses. They were cooked for and waited on and some gifts involved too. And it was a really great one. But this just shows the power of accountability. You know, when they were accountable to each other, they did more. They achieved more. So if a goal's set and only one person knows about it, it's just not the same. It really isn't the same. So find yourself that accountability partner, that buddy, or that peak performance partner, if you want to call it that, PPP, um, because that is going to be the thing that keeps you motivated, keeps you focused, and keeps you accountable. All of the things that I've talked about so far are instrumental in setting goals. But this is just the beginning of it. We're going to be getting more in-depth about goal setting in other episodes. And we have, of course, of course, got a couple of major interviews lined up with some super duper experts in the specific field of goal setting, which I absolutely know you're going to love because they're people that I absolutely love, love, love. So what is important now you come to the end of the podcast, what is important is that you do make the time. You know, that is the most important thing above anything else. You make the time to sit down and really think about where you are in your current situation. Is that okay? And then what are the goals that you want? What do you want your life to look like? You've got no idea how much this can help if you're feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, I don't know, down in the dumps, you're not getting anywhere, you're just kind of on that treadmill. Sitting down and taking the time to do this will really, really help you. It really did 
for me when I really locked in that vision. And then from that vision, I was able to backtrack setting goals to get me to that vision, to be really specific, to keep myself motivated every day. That was really important. So I'm sure you're going to find it really helpful as well. So to finish, I'm going to recommend a couple of books. I like reading. Actually, I love reading. And especially about um, goal setting, personal development, um, the industry, anything that, you know, can help me to move my business forward and grow to personally develop. I am all about that stuff. And a couple of books that really, really helped me when I have kind of struggled to connect with what I wanted or to set big enough goals sometimes maybe. But uh, the first one is the best, uh, Your Best Year Yet. It's by Jenny Ditzler and um, I got it on Amazon. Listen, I tell you, it doesn't matter how much money you've got. I still like to save a bit of money. You can buy a used one for a penny and it was something like £2.80 um, for delivery. So it's like £2.81 amazing book changed my life <laughs> um yeah so Jenny Ditzler uh, your best year yet and um Brian Maine goal setting oh that is fantastic it is absolutely fantastic you can check out he's got a website as well so go and have a look at that these really helped me to think about what I really wanted and also understand how things work scientifically um, because sometimes to me it can seem a bit too like fluffy and zen and hippie like like oh dreams goals all this stuff and I need to know the science behind it so how your brain works that did it for me that made me think okay Brian I totally believe you I'm gonna set goals <laughs> so you'll probably be the same as well if you need that science based if you need that fact if you need the you know how how it physically works with us then then you should get your hands on that book all that's left to do is say thank you so much for tuning in the next podcast is actually going to be uploaded very very soon too so do hit the subscribe button so you're notified straight away thank you for taking the time to spend with me today and I hope you have a very happy goal setting session on the back of this podcast see you soon this podcast was sponsored by My Pro Planner, the number one planner for network marketers. 